beautiful people. Welcome to the Black Academically Speaking Podcast. I am your host, Bonique Power, and I want to thank you for taking the time to join me today. Today is episode one. Oh my goodness, guys. I cannot tell you how long I have been leaving this podcast, kind of sitting there, lingering, and I have not actually hit record until today. I am so excited to finally say that I am ready. I'm ready to be here. Some of you guys have been following me on Instagram for some time now. Maybe you are a part of my Facebook group, online community of teachers working to break down systemic barriers for our Black students and families. And um, if you are not on any of those two things, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? <laughs> Go ahead and join the community, join the club. We are all like-minded individuals or individuals who are just in different walks and journeys, right? Um, so I want to start off this podcast just by explaining a little bit more about what I intend to do, what this is meant to be, and how I uh, anticipate to show up for you in this space. And as well to give you a little bit of background information about who I am, right? Who am I? Who is this girl <laughs> with this amazing last name? That's the number one compliment I always get. <laughs> so yes, guys, my name is actually Power. No S on the end. No powers. Please, please. It is just power. Okay. Thank you to my granddaddy for giving that to me. <laughs> All right, so a um, little bit more about who I am. So uh, like I shared earlier, my name is Monique Power and I am a educator by trade, right? Um, I think I've gone through the typical journey that all of you have maybe gone through or maybe not everyone who's listening has gone through and that's okay. No shame in the game, okay? We're all here for the same purpose, same goals, okay? To learn more, to educate more, to engage in conversations. So it's okay, all right? Um, but yes, um, by trade, I am an educator. Um, I went uh, to the University of Guelph, whoop, whoop, um, and got my degree in uh, biology. And I also minored in molecular biology and genetics. So um, scientist by trade as well. And, you know, I left myself at the end of that uh, four year run um, wondering what to do next. Well, not really. I think we all go into uh, any type of biology, biological science, biomedical science programming thinking, oh, we're all going to be doctors. That wasn't my path. <laughs> that wasn't my path. That wasn't my path. I became a mommy very early on um, in my uh, post-secondary educational career. Um, so, yes, I'm a mommy to two amazing black boys who I will definitely be dropping gems on as we continue this journey. So you'll learn more about my boys, my boys and my boys um, as we uh, head along um, in this uh, show. So um, yeah, um, I uh, completed my degree there and uh, because I was no longer headed the medical route uh, I decided to use a lot of my skills and my assets and things that I knew that I um, definitely definitely loved I had this genuine care for all little humans uh, not just the little ones big ones too okay no no discriminating over here <laughs> but definitely um, a love for um, my people and not just my people just people in general um, genuinely love people and wanting what's best for society wanting what's best for everyone you know I hear of a child not eating and I'm emotionally in, in tears or something like that wanting to give all of my money to their family like 
like I'm just a big sob in that department guys so um, as uh, you can imagine as I began my educational pathway to become an educator which I completed that degree at the University of Toronto, whoop, whoop, right? U of T. <laughs> uh, so again, dropping gems. Um, but yes, um, when I went over there and started to engage in um, master's level work and started to um, embark on my, um, you know, my field of research, it, I already knew, I already knew what I was going to focus my, um, my pathway on. And that was the disparities that we see in the black community from an educational standpoint and i already knew of the disparities um i done done a lot of community outreach um as i was an undergrad student uh not only working as a tutor mentor supporter uh, working with a bunch of nonprofit organizations um who specifically look to you know um help black families um accept um access education you know um on a dime or you know uh, free of cost um and support for for learners right so i could see the disparities and i think it was obviously abundantly clear to me when you get to university spaces from high school spaces it's like night and day when you see the demographic of students families um staff even around you that are just not reflective of your uh, you know, your high school atmosphere, you know, high school is free education. High school is a mandatory. High school is a must. Right. And so, you know, thankfully, I came from a very diverse high school, very diverse community. Um, but that was not reflected um, when I got to university, you know, um, whether it was at Guelph, no discrimination. OK, no, whether it was at U of T, it's just the status quo is that we just don't see those same faces and bodies end up in those spaces. And that was something that really piqued my interest as to why right you you being the 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 person who quote unquote made it right um why is that why am i not seeing more people that look like me why is it that in a school with thousands of thousands of students there's literally like a hundred or less than that of black students right so you know that piqued my interest and so that's where my research endeavors began and that's kind of where i began kind of my my journey into equity related work and so um, from there, um, I obviously have, you know, solidified my experience and um, portfolio in the educational space, working for private schools, public schools, all that stuff. I'm a high school teacher um, and I've kind of moved and kind of rolled out of the um, quote unquote teacher role and more into a consultant position. So I consult um, from an equity perspective, um, being able to speak of uh, research guided work uh, and research um, evidence based work, being able to guide um, educators, administrators and so forth. Um, on ways to, you know, improve practice throughout the building from an equity stance um, and being able to discuss, you know, power and privilege and white supremacy and how all of that shows up in our educational spaces and ways to dismantle, right? Ways to dismantle. So I've done that um, in the educational world. I've also been able to consult um, in other sectors as well. So the health sector, um, <laughs> I have the health sector under my belt as well, being able to, um, guide institutional practices and look and reflect on ways in which different communities are disproportionately you know impacted by 
um, certain common day practices. So this is kind of who I am, guys. I am equity, equity, equity all the way around through and through. And this is what I love. And so um, with this podcast, my goal is to not only to allow for there to be this two way conversation. I know you're going to hear me talking um, for quite a bit (laughs) of the podcast and episodes to come, but I really don't want this to be a one way conversation. I really, really, really intentionally plan to make this a two way conversation, which is why before even getting the ground running, I have already, you know, started my Instagram where I have my DMs wide open. Um, I have my groups on Facebook where I want to hear from you. Right. I want to hear from the voice of the community, whether you are a community uh, where you are, um, you know, you hold an identity who has been on the receiving end of discrimination and oppression, or maybe you're not on that uh, on that end of the spectrum and you're more so wanting to um, identify ways in which you can better show up for your marginalized um uh, members and peers and students and families. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, regardless of where you are, if you're coming just to listen, then yes, absolutely listen. But I really want to hear from you. I want to hear what episodes do you think are necessary? What conversations, bold, big conversations do you think we need to have? I'm a very, 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 very honest person. Um, and so sometimes I get, you know, kind of slapped on the wrist because of my honesty. <laughs> I'm not going to sometimes you can see everything that I need that needs to be said just by looking at my face which you know kind of comes with my black identity as well we're very uh, <laughs> we're very we're very much so able to have a whole conversation just with looks alone okay it's a skill set all right and if you're privy to that then you're privy to that if not it's okay <laughs> okay but um yeah I, I really um hope to um engage in this two-way dialogue where we can have a conversation and um I have have some amazing, amazing people that I've been able to communicate with and have been in community with and have at my disposal uh, and that I will be leaning on um, because in no way, shape or form do I plan to come to you as an expert, right? I have no way, shape or form plan to come to you as a know-it-all. I am not a know-it-all, okay? Let me be the first to say I am not a know-it-all, but I am invested, that is one thing I can say. I am uh, constantly looking f- for, you know, what's what's on the come up, right? What's new? Um, what's 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 the next next best strategy? What has been proven to work? What are things that people are tinkering with? Ideas? What is still happening? Not just in from a local perspective, from a global perspective. Like I'm constantly looking to stay up to date um, with this work, um, and so. Um, you may find me or reading from time to time, um, whether it is an actual book, uh, whether it's a scholarly article, like these are things that I do and I want to be able to share my finds with you guys. So um, if you are an educator listening, uh, again, I, I highly, highly um, uh, encourage you to engage with me in multiple ways, not just this podcast, because um, I do intend and have been um, just sharing resources, whether you are an elementary 
teacher, even though I'm not necessarily elementary, quote unquote, um, I do teach and support education, ed- educators that are from the elementary panel. Um, but I particularly, I am high school, so I'm going to self-identify right now. I am a high school educator. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I um, a lot of the work that needs to be done in this space, um, in my humble opinion, um, can really, really lean on our um, elementary educators. You guys have a very, very, very unique um, uh, opportunity to be able able to uh, dismantle and disrupt a lot of the inequities that we see in society just because of the fact that you have these little people at their very precious 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 moments in times very impressionable moments in their lives so um, if we can capitalize on that I think that we would um, be much better off right I think we would be much better off so um, you know not only do I plan to share um, resources um, and share knowledge perspectives insights I, I plan to bring, you know, people who are way more knowledgeable in this space onto the show um, uh, and have, um, you know, again, open, honest dialogue about what's happening. What are we seeing? Where can we go from here? That type of thing. And also I plan on having, you know, um, students who are in our Ontario you know, uh, education system so that they can share their perspectives, they can share their experiences. And so whether I'm speaking to, you know, current um, high school students or students that just had graduated and now gone on to post-secondary, but again, their lived experience are so very telling and so very informative and so very impactful to be able to gauge the work that we do. So I want those voices to be brought to the forefront. And and that is something that I absolutely wholeheartedly intend to do. Um, And so, again, I am apologizing profusely, friends. I am apologizing profusely. I know that I owe lots of apologies because this podcast has been sitting there lingering. And you're like, when is this thing going to actually start? When is she actually going to post? What is going on? I know. I know. I know. I'm not going to lie, guys. I am human. And there's a big part of me who has been battling and struggling with imposter syndrome. You know, this idea of like, ah, who am I? right who am i to be able to speak to these concepts these ideas um uh and you know the way in which these things show up in our educational spaces and how they impact our black students and families right blackademically speaking that name didn't come out of nowhere uh you know i was toying around with so many different names but blackademic just spoke to me um and and it's it's really being able to say hey Education happens in many ways and shapes and forms and massive students go through, yes, quote unquote education, but that experiences are those experiences. They look different dependent on your identity, the identity that you hold. Um, and whether that is from a positive perspective and we happen to sit on the side of being in a pace of privilege or um, in the other end, right? Where we start to see the disproportionate outcomes, we start to see the disparities, um, and we start to see, you know, the marginalized communities and the oppressive practices really shine through. So we want to kind of figure out ways and 
and share ways, right? From a very vulnerable place, a humbling place. This is not a place where I intend or will support or will encourage any type of bashing. Um, we are all in different walks when it comes to this equity work, right? We're all in different places when it comes to this equity work. And so we need to kind of have a little bit of grace, right? We have to give it a have a little bit of grace for people who might just be able to tiptoe on this journey maybe you're just listening to this podcast right now even though it's episode one you know that is your little cracking open of the door to say okay maybe i want to peek into this maybe i'm ready to confront my unconscious biases <laughs> maybe i'm 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 ready to confront how whiteness shows up in our educational system and even though i'm using words like whiteness be prepared. I will absolutely unpack what that word means. It's, it's not how it sounds, right? It sounds as if though, oh my gosh, you're attacking my, my skin. You're attacking who I am. You're attacking me. That's not what this is, friends. Okay. That's not what this is, friends. When we use words like white supremacy and we use words like whiteness, um, just know that that is rooted in things that predate you right it's rooted in practices and experiences and things like the transatlantic slave trade um that all predate your existence believe me right i I don't care if you're 60 70 80 listening to this right now um a lot of what we saw and a lot of what you see happening right now are a result of things that pretty much are you know based and rooted um in discriminatory practices that had nothing to do with you but unfortunately it has built a society where there are some people who are again on the on the pain of of privilege and happen to uh be able to um uh be advantaged right um by those structures and things that were put in place and some that are disadvantaged that's it right that's it and so we just have to have an honest conversation about where we sit right where do we sit on that spectrum right are we on the side of those that are advantaged are we on the side of those that are disadvantaged are we kind of somewhere in between because believe me friends when it comes to um the identities we hold and when it comes to discrimination and oppression There is a slew of different things that may cause us to be on the oppressive side, right? Or on the side of the oppressor, right? Um, Because when it comes to discrimination, there's a wide variety of different types of discrimination that exist, right? It's not just ones that are rooted in race. There are um, discrimination that's rooted in, you know, um, religion, right and religious practices right how do how does our educational system show up for those who identify as christian versus those who are muslim right how does it show up for um uh people who identify as uh straight and heteronormative versus those who are on the opposite end of that spectrum who identify as being a part of the lgbtqia plus community right um and even if we think about it just ableism how does how does our education system show up for those who are able-bodied right and not just able in body but able in mind can we talk about that for a minute can we talk about how our education system shows up for people who identify as having different um mental health conditions right on the spectrum with autism 
battling depression and anxiety, right? Because I can tell you from my lens as an educator and being a part of, you know, the system itself, being privy to conversations that happen in staff rooms and conversations that happen um, in department meetings, board meetings, you name it. I can tell you, friends, that it's not status quo for everyone, right? We all are not benefiting from this system equally. That's why this conversation is so important. And that's why it's so important that we be bold. We be bold in the way that we address some of the data that supports these inequities and disparities, right? So... Um, that's kind of the bulk of what I intend to do, right? Um, and believe me, um, I'm with you if you are kind of like, okay, things sound good, but where is she going to go first? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm toying with ideas in where to go first. So feel free to comment, um, in anywhere that I'm posting this, um, leave me a DM, send me an email, all of the above. I am open to hear from you. Where do you suggest we go first? I know where standard practice lends us to go first. Okay. I've been in a part of this space long enough to know that sometimes history is where we begin with these conversations. But, um, you know, I'm not sure if I want to start with history. I'm very much so a person that likes to shake things up i i don't necessarily like to always do the status quo so you know those this historical piece and reference you know talking about colonialism and all of that and and some of the you know historical events that have kind of been relevant to this conversation especially from a canadian perspective yeah i do think it's a important we address at some point but i'm not sure that's where i want to begin so you know that being said i want to hear from you I want to hear from you. Um, I want to hear from you in the um, in my DMs. Uh, You can contact me or reach me at Blackademically Speaking or BL Speaking on all uh, you know social media. So BL Speaking is my handle on Twitter, um, on Instagram, um, and we can talk about these things there. Um, or you can even send me an email, like I said, right? Um, it's blspeaking at uh, gmail.com. So, um, and again, if you're a part of those Facebook groups, then you already know that we are, we're in it to in it, right? Um, and if you'd like to join and be a part, I will leave all of that, the details, um, in and around wherever this video is posted so that you can join the club, join the community of BL warriors. Okay. Black academic warriors, uh, where we are just, we're ready right and i think that's that's the the overall message i want to send with today's recording although it's short and sweet um i want us to all stand firm in our positions and and our opinions of being ready ready to confront right ready to hold on steadfast and ready to make change so i'll leave you with that for now and i will catch you guys on the next episode Bye, loves.